Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. This is Sue Meyer. Today we are going to talk about the homeopathic remedy, X-ray. That's right, X-ray. Just exactly like if you should go into the doctor and they say, oh, let's get a picture of that shoulder, or, you know, you go to the dentist, and they take pictures of your teeth, an x-ray. So it's kind of funny, because I'm going to tell you, before we get any further, I'm going to tell you a little story. Last week, it was suggested to me that we actually do our podcast about the homeopathic remedy x-ray, and I'm like, okay, we'll do that. And we had a horse camping trip. There's a horse camps around Minnesota here, and all the girls went horse camping, and then we set up our campers and tents, and we had kind of a family day over at the state park. It was so much fun. It was so beautiful. The weather was perfect. The sun was shining. There was just enough of a breeze to keep away all the mosquitoes and the bugs. It was just perfect. It was so much fun. I even got to go horseback riding. I went out two or three times, and it was so much fun. The last evening, campfire, 10 o'clock at night, everybody's sitting around. We're having a blast, making s'mores, doing all this you know, fun stuff. The kids got to horsing around, and my youngest daughter, who's 14, um, just because the kids were all horsing around, she got flipped and broke her collarbone. Ah, guess where I went? To the hospital, and guess what they did? They took x-rays. So there we have it. I planned on talking about x-rays last week. This is only the second, no, this is the third broken bone out of 11 kids in 37 years of raising kids. So yeah, what? (laughs) Kind of fun, huh? Anyway, Talking about x-ray is all the more important, and I'm actually going to add a little bit about painkillers while we're at it, because, oh, I've had such a week. (laughs) You know, when you just have them and you can't escape, all that hard work and that, it's more than hard work, it's like the anxiousness within you, because even when you're sleeping at night and you wake up and you you have to run and check on that child or whatever, it's it's exhausting. (laughs) And I told my daughter, I says, oh my gosh, I says, you're my right hand and here and now I'm having to wait on you. I says, what is the deal here? And she laughs. She's being such a good sport about it, but it's, she's in a lot of pain. And yes, when they took the x-rays, she did have, um, it was broken really, really bad. The fact is she's going to be going back in and they said they might have to do surgery. Well, like I told my daughter over my dead body, <laughs> no, I would let them do surgery if it was actually rupturing something in her, you know, in her lung because they because the the bone was broken right in half and half of it was pointed down directly in toward the lung and the other half was pointed up so it was sticking way up out of her shoulder anyway the next morning after we got home and she did sleep for a couple hours but the next morning I says okay sweetie we got to maneuver that shoulder so that we can straighten that bone out so that it has a chance to heal normal and so I think we've done quite a, a good job here and uh so I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. She goes back in on Thursday for, guess what, more x-rays. Yeah. Doctors can't, they don't have, like, seriously, when I set her, set the bone in her shoulder so that into position where I thought it looked straight, I stood her in front of the mirror, and I looked over her shoulder, and I literally maneuvered her shoulder into a position, pulled it back, pulled it up, into a position where the bone 
well, she actually felt it kind of pop. And so it's, it felt better. And we just maneuvered it until it, now it looks really good. And so we, now we pinned it literally to her body and we're doing, we're being very, very careful. And like she says at 14, she goes, mom, I know you used to work in the nursing home, but um, I'm only 14. And I said, sweetie, I know, but we'll do the best we can in the aspect of modesty for you, but you have to let mom do things for you. I mean, obviously she still has her right arm, so she's doing great. Thank goodness it was the left shoulder. So she's doing a lot of, but she is very appalled when I have to help her dress because I can't afford to let her twist, you know? So anyway, we're doing really, really well. But the one thing that they did give her as well was those opioids. So we're going to talk about that um, after we talk about x-ray a little bit. The homeopathic remedy x-ray was actually proven back in the 1800s. So you have to remember that where a person may be exposed to actual x-rays, okay, x-rays are a lower form of radiation, but they still are radiation, okay? So a person is exposed to this radiation, they can begin to experience all sorts of symptoms. And we're going to go over those symptoms a little bit just so you can understand the severity of x-ray. This remedy was proven, like I said, well over 100 years ago. They know the damage that it does. When we're exposed to actual radiation, we can develop things like lesions on the skin, which can be followed by cancer. We, our blood is affected. It's a huge thing when the blood is affected. You know, you have the entire lymphatic system. The blood can become what they call disorganized. In all your old medical books, it was disorganized blood. Today, we have specific names for the different types of disorganized blood diseases. But the point is, the cells of the blood, which feeds every other cell in the body, if that becomes disorganized, which can happen very easily when exposed to radiation, it can cause everything from loss of vitality, both mentally and physically. Obviously, it can go right into a state of leukemia. The chronic fatigue, when we're exposed to a high doses of radiation, again, it, you know, the chronic fatigue is an adrenal issue because we've talked about like if you pass underneath a fluorescent light, which is huge. I mean, it's just, just like... What? It totally disrupts the magnetic field around our bodies. That, again, is a form of, like, radiation. And so that is upset. We're up, we are literally exposed to radiation all the time. You have a cell phone. That's why, folks, I'm going to put up more information about the BioZen. I, I sell them in my store, and so many people just look at me like, what? The BioZen is just a little flat sticker you should put on your phone, all my workers, I tell them, you guys should have these on your phones because they carry them in their pocket. They carry them in their apron right there in front of, like, our aprons. We have little front pockets. And they carry them there, and it literally lands in front of their, like, uterus or, you know what I mean? The, 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 it's so dangerous because it's constantly emitting. If, that, if it's not in airplane mode, it's constantly emitting, trying to keep, you know, contact with Wi-Fi. And so it can actually bounce up to 60 times per second. And that's emitting little tiny waves of radiation. The BioZen, which we sell, like I said, in our store, um, it just basically flattens those waves so that they're not dangerous. So I have it on my phone. I did actually talk to the, one of the higher ups in the company, and she said that if it's a larger phone, they should have two. That's like 100 bucks because I sell them for 50 in my store, and I know the price actually went up since I bought mine. I have just one on mine because it's a smaller phone, and that's sufficient. But my, my husband has to have two. So, and I know they work because people who have, like, they carry them on their hip for work, they, after a short period of time, they'll start to have hip problems. They'll start to feel, the hip will start to ache. And it'll dawn on them, oh my gosh, that's where I wear my phone, put the bios in on, and the aching stops. You know, I've just heard that from two people, okay? But two people is, 
the two pe- the only two people I know that put a biozen on their phone and it stopped hurting. But that's what radiation is. We're exposed to it everywhere. Yes, you have the sun's radiation, but that's a non-harmful form of radiation. We have all of our, like I said, our electrical lights, the electricity that runs, literally wraps us in our home. We have, it's just around us everywhere. And I can remember back a few years ago when I first, I became, Amish moved into this area, oh my gosh, 25 years ago. And I became friends with one of, one family. And I walked into their home and I felt such a peace instantly. And I've since then walked into several Amish homes and I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys are so lucky. And they just look at me like, you know, <laughs> lady, where do you come from? <laughs> you know, in their minds, it's like, get rid of the electricity, you know? And you know, seriously, I've told my husband this a hundred times, honey, I would just love to be off the grid. Yeah, well, it's not that simple. You get up, da 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 I'm like, whatever. We go camping. We're so happy, aren't we? And we we carry our water. And yes, we don't do laundry usually when we're camping. Oh, sometimes we do. I have a little washboard. If we're going to be gone for more than, you know, four or five days, I usually do laundry at least once and hanging out. So yes, we are a victim of our own, you know, needs, so to speak. I'm getting totally sidetracked here. The point is, is x-ray can cause all sorts of problems within our body. It can cause sadness, aversion to company, weak memory. You can become sleepy, irritable. You can have even the desire to kill, especially before and during your menses, okay? (laughs) Okay, women? (laughs) Okay, we're all victims, right? I remember back in the good old days when I had that hormonal fluctuation. I literally could have killed somebody, okay? (laughs) My husband had run, (laughs) of course. He was lucky because I rarely had my cycle. I was always either pregnant or nursing. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Anyway, there are so many things that x-rays can cause in our our bodies. The ears, you can have a sensation of fullness, buzzing in the ears. You can even have pressing pains, intermittent noise as like a deep steam whistle. These are things, these are are symptoms from the proving of x-rays. The head, sticking pains in different parts of the head and face, ringing in the head, sensation of fullness in the head, the heart, the heart can have issues and can prevent the person from even being able to sleep on the left side. Everything from the kidneys having issues, the bladder, retained urine, colic, kidney colic, rheumatic pains in the limbs. That kidney colic is kind of funny because I remember about... Eight years ago, there were so many kidney problems in this area. No, it was more than that. Um, between eight or ten years ago, because I was just looking at the little girl that had kidney failure, literally for no reason at all. Anyway, she almost died for whatever reason. Her kidneys started working again. But at that same time, about that same era, I, I know so many people that had severe kidney problems, like stage four kidney disease, kidneys blowing up. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy because all of that with just in a very short period of time was going on. And, of course, you know, we don't know what we're being exposed to. There's so many rumors about the different electromagnetic panels that are in places around the world, especially on the poles. And, you know, like I said, is it rumor? Is it conjecture? What's going on? But the point is, is we know that there are certain times that diseases, injuries, Bizarre accidents go on with no explanation, a person having no history of certain issues, and then there'll be a rash of the same accident or the same whatever all over the place. But the whole kidney thing was really huge, and I I actually did take note of that, and I'm like, okay, 
These are people who had no prior history of kidney problems. And then suddenly one kidney blows up, another one stage four, the other one complete shutdown, and she was two years old. It's just, it was just like, it was ongoing. So that's just something to take note of. You know, when, when things go on, it's like, think outside the box. You just have to today. Because like I said, we're exposed to so many things that we are not even aware of. Sleep can be disturbed. They can, like say, they can feel sleepy or they can be unable to sleep. Nausea, unexplained nausea with profuse sweat, chills as soon as you begin to sleep, running up the back and preventing sleep. There's, like I said, there's so many things that radiation can cause. And of course, we all know about radiation injury, the burns that can be so extreme, like I said, as to cause lesions, bubbling, burned skin. I remember, I wish I would have known more about homeopathy back in the day, cancer persons who are going with you know, undertaking radiation. The effects of radiation, like I said, are, you know, hair loss, nausea, burns. My grandma, they actually, when she was taking her radiation, she had colon cancer. And I asked myself, did she? <laughs> anyway, she, um, she opted for, you know, surgery and then radiation. So they gave her a colostomy bag and then she had to be radiated. And the last, she was actually withstanding it quite well. And then the last treatment, she said, Susie, the whole room turned blue. I think somebody pushed the wrong button. And the next day, all her hair fell out, just bam. And then a few days later, she started. She would start crying. And my grandma never complained, start crying. She's like, oh, Susie, I itch so bad. I itch so bad. And so I says, so we took her to the doctor, back to the hospital, you know, to the oncologist. And the oncologist examined her and literally fell out of the room backwards through the curtain. And his assistant came back in to assist us. And he, he, did, he sent her to the nursing home to get sits baths because when they radiated, apparently radiated her colon, her, the, her vaginal area was so burnt that she, it was, it was so burnt that she had to take sits baths um, with special um, solution to try and help heal up her vaginal area because the radiation had burnt her so bad. And so she spent, I don't know, two weeks or whatever in the nursing home and then we brought her home and we finished caring for her in her apartment um, for the next four months until she died. And she, like I said, my grandma never once complained. She, just saintly woman. And um, it just makes you angry, you know? It's like, anyway, if I would have known a little bit more, I could have possibly helped her with homeopathy back in the day. So we know the effects of radiation. We know all the different things it can do to us. So what can we do about it? And how do we use the, home, the homeopathic remedy x-ray? Well, X-ray can be used in a 30 or a 200C. When I use it, I use it in a 30C. Like, you can give it in a 200. I don't get carried away when I use this remedy. Like, if someone obviously has X-rays, I give it in a 30C following a couple of doses following. Just to wake up the body and help it to balance and get rid of the, sim- get rid of the extenuating circumstances. And that is for an actual X-ray. I'll give one or two doses. There's really not a lot of proof as to you know, how to use it or suggestions as to how to use it. But normally, and you have to remember this, that in homeopathy, we always treat the symptoms, okay? So like if someone has has radiation, you know, like for chemo or whatever, you treat those symptoms. If they're nauseous, give Ipecac. If they have a burn, give Chiantharis. If they have whatever other symptoms, you treat the presenting symptoms. And that's, we always have to remember that in homeopathy. So don't get like super carried away as far as like, oh, I'm going to give this or I'm going to give that because you think that they have those problems. Like I said, I always do give one or two doses of x-ray 30C following an x-ray 
because it is just a really good way to help the body get rid of it. But if, like I said, you can't, you can't treat what's not presenting. Now, you have to remember that if someone is like having really strong menses issues, take their case or whatever, give them the remedy for PMS. <laughs> but if that's not working, you know, I am not beyond giving a dose of x-ray 30C or 200C. If it's something if it's something of the mind like that, I would definitely go with the 200 and just give one dose, see how it goes. Like you said, just remember, treat the symptoms. You cannot assume something's there that's not presenting. But for all of the other things, you know, like um, the, the chronic fatigue, the mental um, weakness, things like that, if you've been exposed to high doses and you can't get rid of it or you can't get away from it, you know, then by all means take the homeopathic remedy. And if it's physical, stay low. If it's mental, you can take the 200. That's just a really good rule of thumb. If the vitality is strong, you know, I don't just hand out 200s to to people, but if they're, like I said, if they're strong, have a good vitality, I will give a 200. But if, like I said, mental, higher, physical, lower. And the homeopathic remedy is an amazing remedy in the sense that if we have these symptoms, we treat them. I know I talked to a doctor one time who we were talking about cancer, and he said, I said, so do you always give x-ray? And he said, sometimes. Sometimes I actually, if they have chemotherapy, then I give the cadmium met, which is cadmium metal, which is basically what they give during chemotherapy. Again, chronic fatigue, radiation poisoning, it can be used for that. So this is, he would, like if someone was going through cancer or had gone through a cancer type, treatment he would give the cadmium metallicum versus the cadmium or the versus the x-ray cadmium sulfuricum or cadmium sulfite is also used for cancers and chemotherapy effects like i said that's a doctor work with a cancer patient to determine the exact remedy that would be needed in that direction but as far as families having a homeopathic remedy x-ray on hand i mean i wouldn't be without it because we have to go like for instance we went to Florida, and I took my parents and my daughter and my niece. And so we went through the airport, and we didn't have all we had to do was go through the medical the metal detector. We didn't have to go through the X-ray machine. And so um, my niece walked through right in front of me, and beep beep beep, it starts going off. And the officer, you know, the guard or whatever, he went, "Oh no!" And I said, "What?" And he looks at my niece, and he says, "How old are you, dear?" And she says, 14. And he went, "Oh." no. I'm like, what? And he said, she has to go through the, she has to get patted down. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, cause <laughs> whatever. And he goes, oh, she could just go through the x-ray machine. And I'm like, I don't think so. And he goes, it would be really easy. And I said, no. And I looked at my niece and I says, honey, you don't want to go through that. Do you? And she said, no. And I says, is it okay if they just pat you down? And she goes, yeah. And I says, cause your mom would kill me if I let you go through that by choice. <laughs> and so anyway, then they, they make a big deal out of it and they say, um, can we, the lady comes around and she has her little gloves on her, plastic gloves on and she's rubber gloves. And she says to my niece, she goes, do you want to go in the back room? And I said, no, she's fine. Just do it here. Cause I, I felt that they would be less intrusive if they were in public. And so I says to my other daughter, I says, just stand here with me. And we, and we put our backs to, you know, the crowd of people. And then my niece got patted down and the lady was quite gentle and very nice about it. Cause she felt bad too, but it's just, because the buzzer went off. I mean, excuse me, a 14-year-old kid, right? At all costs, I was did not want her going through the x-ray machine. Like I said, it's 
give the dose of x-ray when you have been exposed to amounts that are what you consider to be more than what you should have been exposed to or actual x-rays. I don't allow x-rays for my children. That's a big question. People say, oh, do x-ray your kids, you know, their mouths or whatever. And I, I don't allow it very often at all. And the dentist gets really mad at me because I hear I have no fluoride, no x-rays. <laughs> it's just, um, you know, but if there's, if they suspect there's truly a problem, then I, I will. And then I give x-ray when I get home. But it's, they keep telling, oh, it's such low doses. Oh, it's such low doses. And it's like everything is such low doses, you know. And all of it added together is not such low doses. And we end up with, like I said, disorganized blood, anemia, all sorts of problems. And I would say that anemia is probably today one of the biggest problems in our society. You start questioning people on the street about their blood, and it's unbelievable how many people are anemic. It really is. And so, like, really, is this, is this the x-ray and the radiation that we're exposed to 24-7 that's causing this? What is it, you know? I don't believe it's just lack of proper nutrition because it's most of the people I talk to <laughs> eat really well. <laughs> so anyway, with that, I don't know. As far as, you know, just use your common sense about things. It's kind of interesting how many people will text me or call me or send messages and they want specific doses. How do you give this? Um, one pellet, two pellets, three pellets? How often? And you know what? That is exactly why there are no directions on homeopathic remedies because it's just you give as needed. And if you're staying with a 30C potency, if you know you've been exposed to something, take the homeopathic remedy once or twice, then let it go. If symptoms develop or symptoms are there in the first place, then give it as needed. If you think it's something that's been chronic, call a homeopathic doctor. Don't, don't, question it so much or worry about it so much that you can't even give a homeopathic remedy. But like I said, if the symptoms are presenting, just give it. And one or two doses are usually sufficient to get things turned around and back on the right track. And if that doesn't do it, then I, like I said, I just call a homeopathic doctor. And I just did a case the other day and I, I called the doctor that I work with and she was so generous that she's been helping me with this case because I'm really close to this person and it was really hard for me to see the picture, the whole picture. So that's the way it is in your own family. Treat your family acutely, keep them healthy. But when something's going on that you can't get a handle on, get a hold of a homeopathic doctor. And um, if you contact info at homeopathyformommies.com, I'm not able to take as many cases as I would like to, if any right now. We will get you in contact with a wonderful doctor. And if she can't help you, she'll get you in contact with another doctor. We're all here to help you. And we all help each other. And that's what it's about. Which brings me to also my daughter's broken shoulder. It was a very severe break. Like I said, she's being a trooper. But it's I'm exhausted right now just from taking care of her. Because like I said, I have to help her up and down and move. And just everything. Because we have to keep that shoulder completely immobile. And the first thing that they did in the hospital after they discovered her shoulder was broken. Was they, they gave her a painkiller. And because I had, um, I, I didn't. I was really worried they were going to question the vaccination thing because <laughs> that's huge. When you go to the hospital, we've talked about that, and you have to literally sign your life away so that they don't have to get vaccinated again or whatever. But because she didn't have any broken skin, I didn't, they didn't even think to question me, I suppose. But anyway, 
They gave her a painkiller. They did not tell me what they were giving her. And then they sent some painkillers home with her. And they said to me, they said, here, you can give these as directed. I said, okay, thanks. Of course, I wasn't going to argue with them because we just take things home and we can flush them. Anyway, I got home and except we didn't leave the hospital till after 11 o'clock and at, at night. And anyway, this is an opioid, okay? And the opioid is kind of interesting because opium, we all know the wonderful poppy seed and all the wonderful drugs that are derived from the poppy seed. And like I said, God gives us things for a reason. And sometimes, yes, they're needed. Um, someone, you know, I guess you have to be really, really careful because I say when I'm saying this because there are certain forms of um, pain in critical situations that, yes, I would take, I allowed her to take one dose of this because I wasn't going to argue with him just because she's not vaccinated. And I knew I could clean her up. So we came home, and obviously she got a headache from it, folks, just so you know. But And you can give the next vomica for that to just help clean up her liver. And um, But this opioid, they didn't say what the derivative was or what the main constituents or anything else in here are because everything's made from opium or poppy seed, opium. Um, you know, you're, you're the coating constituent, you have everything. But it's kind of funny because on my um, my email this week, Advocating for Health in the Healthcare Landscape of North America, the CHC has just released this article, and they say that JAMA, the Journal of American Medicine, is revealing some extremely alarming numbers. Deaths attributable to opioids has increased 292% from 0.4% to 1.5% between 2001 and 2016. The need for non-pharmacological and integrative healthcare approaches is stronger than ever. So, how did I avoid giving my daughter this opioid? Okay, I got her home and I said, sweetie pie, we're not going to take any more prescription drugs. <laughs> I says, we're just going to take the Fenicaine for inflammation, which is, I sell at my store in, I don't really know where else you can get it. There's not a lot of places that carry it. But I do sell at my store and it's basically a combination of frankincense and turmeric for inflammation so you can make your own or you can order it from my store but it's amazing to have on hand and like I said if there's inflammation this works for the pain and obviously with a uh, you know broken collarbone you're going to have inflammation so then I also gave her arnica and right now I'm giving her a combination or different Remedies. I just have them sitting on her nightstand, and we go. We use the Hypericum 200 for pain, because she's actually because she landed on the back of her neck when she broke that collarbone. She um, has a lot of like twitching muscles. She's like, "Mom, can you give me that remedy for muscles again?" And what it's really happening is it's like that the inflammation is affecting the nerves in the back of her neck, so she's got twitching muscles, and it's into her. You know, like I say, so the neurological is the hypericum for nerve pain. And so I give her that, and it takes care of it. And then I'm also giving her arnica, and that's in a 30X potency is what I'm giving her. I'm also giving her rutagrav for the tendon because what happened is that it actually looked like the one bone was, like, broken off and, like, floating in there. But the tendon was that attaches it is, like, really extended. So it's kind of stretched because the injury was, was quite extensive. And so the giving her the rutagrav... And the bryonia, because she's worse for motion, and some phytum.
So she's taking these homeopathic remedies, all in low potencies, and she's doing great. Like I said, as long as we can keep that shoulder stable, she's doing awesome. She goes in again Thursday, and yes, I will let them x-ray her to make sure that it's healing within reason. <laughs> and I'll give her the, hom- the homeopathic x-ray remedy again. And you know, and then from then on, she's, she'll have clear sailing. And I'm very confident that it's going to be healing in a straight line. And that it's, because like I said, her comfort level. And, and, and you know, that's not unreasonable to just go with that. You know, because I remember, you know, like even when I broke my leg and then they said it and I, re- re- I rebroke it again. I kept telling the doctor, I rebroke it. Oh, no, it looks good. It looks good on the x-ray. And I'm like, no, lady, I told you I rebroke it. <laughs> Listen to your patient, folks. Listen to them. And because they know. And like I said, any time, like for a child, with their, in their, even in their vaccinations, when an uncharacteristic howling or crying or pain is associated with that vaccination, you know there's something deeper going on. Their body is having an extreme reaction to that vaccination. And so very often I always ask the parents, okay, they were vaccinated. Tell me about each of their vaccinations. And so it's like even with my son, I remember one time, you know, I can literally go back and tell you every vaccination my kids had when I was still giving them. And I know which vaccination it was that caused the damage. I mean, I just know because I know how they reacted to them. And it's just, oh, it just, you know, breaks my little heart. Anyway. So always listen to your patient. They always have a feeling. They always seem to know because it's their innate disposition. God gives it to us. And if we listen to that, we can become so smart. People will say to me, oh my gosh, you're so intuitive. I'm not intuitive. <laughs> but I have, I have always kind of listened and watched and observed even though I talk a lot, I'm, I'm really, that's usually my nervous reaction. But I do watch. And if we can all watch and start looking around us and saying, what is going on here? You'd be surprised. And offer a little prayer and say, okay, Lord, help me understand what's going on here. And you will be surprised how he listens. Because God really wants to communicate with us. And he, he, his, he sets us up and he has created us to be understanding. He has created us so that we can help our families, even when times are difficult like this. And I'm telling you, they're difficult. I mean, I know that. <laughs> I have, I now have 33 grandchildren. And I, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that they're all perfectly healthy because there are a few that we've, we've had, you know, like difficult, some difficulties with, with tongue tie. Because for whatever reason, that methylation gene is popping up suddenly. And I keep telling my girls, you have to have that vitamin with the methylate in it, the methylfolate versus folic acid, because we have that gene. And they're like, you know, I mean, my kids never showed up with my kids because I eat broccoli, guys. (laughs) But the point is, is it's there. We have to be intuitive. We have to listen. We have to say, okay. I'm not perfect, I need to do this, or I need to do that, and I have to learn about it. And you can't worry about it, you just have to use your head, common sense, 
and start being a little more intuitive than what you have been. I had one lady, she emailed me, it was a beautiful email, and she said that she had just found my podcast, and she loved it, and she says, you know, and I always have to be careful, because as soon as I start studying natural medicine, you, it can almost become its own, your, it, it can almost become your God. And you know how true that is? You can't worry about it. You have to say, natural, not natural have a few facts under your belt so that you can argue with whoever's standing in front of you if they want to do something bad to your child or to yourself. And beyond that, don't worry about it. If something comes up, okay, do the research. Call somebody who knows about it and deal with it then. Eat good, take a few supplements during times of stress, and not worry about it. Okay? And like I said, I can't stress that enough because God is in charge and he will let you know if there's something you need to be aware of because you will not be able to rest it will start to eat at you and it's like your little guardian angels like yelling in your ear hello are you listening to me <laughs> that's what my guardian angel used to do to me i'm not kidding you i would it doesn't matter what would be going on in my life i would wake square up in the middle of the night and it's like oh my gosh why didn't i think of that before and i would go to do the research and oh my word my guardian angel had been telling me and it was not even anything i even thought of so i knew it was god working in my life and so if you just got to listen to it, you know, I could have rolled over and went back to sleep, but I, you know, I didn't. And so you need to listen to it too. And like I said, just get these remedies on hand. It's not a big deal. If you never need to use them, yay, it's seven bucks. <laughs> anyway, I'm rattling guys. I'm going to let you go. I hope this helped. Like I said, I just enjoy your life. Don't worry about it. Have these remedies on hand and take care of your family. May God bless you and yours. A planner is not a planner unless it is a well-planned planner. The well-planned gal, Rebecca Ferris, is a homeschool mom who has a gift, and she shares her talents with us in her planner series. A few of the amazing planners available are the well-planned day, student planners, and even the high school four-year planner. The newest planner is the well-planned prayer planner with an all-in-one planner and organizer. Organize your day with a focus on placing God first. Journaling 101, as well as scripture verses, permeate this beautiful book. Take it everywhere and you will have all the information you need at your fingertips. Best of all, it becomes a keepsake and a wonderful guide for making prayer a priority. This journal is truly life-changing. Visit wellplannedgal.com for more information. for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com, Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.